Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be God's name forever. Amen. If you are online or listening to the radio, if you would like an Advent packet, what that is, is it's a devotional of devotions written for every day of Advent of different contributors from around Alaska, from the Alaska um, the ELCA Alaska Synod. And so that's a daily devotional that helps us, helps us pray together during the season of Advent. And it's also a songbook with the carols and hymns that we'll be singing on Christmas Eve and on Christmas Day. And some candles so that if you'd like to participate in the candle lighting ceremony on Christmas Eve, you'll have some candles to do that with. So if you are online, there's actually a form on our website. Somebody say what the website is. rlcjuno.org. rlcjuno.org. So you can fill out a form on the website. You can also call the office or email the office, and we'll make arrangements to get an Advent packet to you. sorrow. You bring water to parched ground and life out of death. Bless us as this light grows and send sorrow and sighing to flee away. Give us strength and patience, trusting that you are true to your promises. Transform the lives of all who suffer with your wonders near at hand. Amen. of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Stir up the wills of all who look to you, Lord God, and strengthen our faith in your coming, that, transformed by grace, we may walk in your way through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now it's time for our children's message. Rejoice! That's a word we hear a lot this time of year. But what does it mean? To feel great joy. But what does joy mean? <laughs> when do we feel joy? Now, as an adult, I feel joy when I get to sleep in. 
When I get a job done, I feel joy in completing it. When my children are happy and feeling joy, that gives joy to me. What creates joy in my children? Violet gets to eat real food now. That is giving her joy. She is so happy to finally get to try what she's been watching us eat. Victoria, a lot of things bring her joy. Yesterday, she woke up from her nap and I asked, are you ready to go to grandma's house? And she sprung from her bed in joy about that next activity. During this season, what brings us joy? As a parent, giving gifts to my children and watching them open it. And it brings them joy to receive those gifts. The other thing that brings us a lot of joy, babies. I went to a party last night and my friend's small child was there and I instantly grabbed their baby even though I had just dropped my own off because they bring us joy. And there is a very special baby that we're being joyous about this time of year every year and that's baby Jesus. He is the best gift of all. He came to teach us and to show us how to love and serve and how to have joy. And we celebrate that this Sunday. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for the word rejoice and for all the joy that comes with it. Thank you for this baby and this time of celebration. Help us to share that joy with others and the knowledge of this gift. Amen. Amen. I invite you to rise as you are able. Let us together welcome the gospel. John the Baptist expects the Messiah to bring God's judgment upon the earth. From a prison cell, he wonders whether Jesus is the one who will do this. Jesus' response indicates that God's reign is indeed being fulfilled already through healing and restoration. The Holy Gospel, according to Matthew, the 11th chapter. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the, leopards, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes. I tell you, and more than a prophet, this is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. 
Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he is. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. Are you the one who is to come? Or are we to wait for another? Yes and yes. Right? Jesus is the one that they were anticipating. And there is still this waiting for, it's not another, but the return. Are we still waiting, or are we celebrating the Messiah now? And that's, that's one of the reasons we take this moment, this third Sunday in Advent, to reflect on this text, to remember that we are always, we are always in that both-and place. We are always in that place of both having encountered the incarnate Jesus, who was crucified, died, and raised for us. Celebrating the birth of that Jesus and anticipating the fullness of God's kingdom. Both and. And it gets confusing because we're not entirely sure always what is our place in that. Jesus asked, what did you go out to see when you, went, when you went out to look at John? What were you going out to see? Why did you go? And I expect people had different reasons for going, just like any of us, when we go to something that a lot of people go to. We might have different reasons. And some probably just wanted to see what was happening, get a first-hand view. Some people wanted to have been there. What do they say? Something like, okay, so this is one of those, I don't know if it's ever been, been measured, but something like six times as many people as actually went to Woodstock. Say they went to Woodstock. And in their minds went to Woodstock. I don't know exactly what the numbers are, because how do you measure? But the point is, sometimes we just want to be in on something, right? If everybody's doing it, we want to be in, or at least we want to be close enough that if it turns out to be good, Let's wait and see how this turns out. And if they wait and see how things turn out for John, it's not so good. If we look at it in the short-sighted, single coming life. Because, whoa, hello. We know John got decapitated and head served up on a platter. It was pretty gruesome. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus celebrates John, praises the work that John does, because John was called to do this work of preparation. God was, uh, John was called to call people to repentance, to remind people, look, God's told us what, God's told us what God's love means in our life. God's told us how God would like us to live. God has told us what is healthy and holy way of being. And told us, and told us, and told us. And we all, in big ways and small, 
defy that. Because we want to do what we want to do, and because it's easier to set up our own image of heaven, which is the other piece where Jesus said, did you go, go to see somebody in fine robes? Soft, soft robes. Think about the fuzzy, cuddly things that we give people for Christmas, right? You're not giving somebody some rough, uncomfortable socks made out of horse hair, I'm thinking, right? That scratchy blanket that nobody wants. That's not what we give people at Christmas. Give them the fuzzy, comfortable gloves and socks. I've got, I got some socks that are they're the size of a cat. Um, they really are, aren't they? They're the size of a cat. They're very comfortable. And those are soft. And, and think about the blankets that we, that we give people and all the, these, these tactly, comfortable, um, caressable items. Jesus says, that's, that's, for the, that's for the palaces. That's for the rich people. That's for the people who lord it over others. Not because I come to make you miserable, but because that kind of comfort is setting, setting your focus on a really short-sighted, limited view of comfort. And where we encounter God is bigger than that. It is bigger than the comfort of our gloves or our socks. It's bigger than our bank account. It's bigger than power, popularity, all those electronics, shoes, whatever your thing is, right? Bigger than that. It's about it's about relationships. And one of the one of the items that we're cautioned about, I've told you before, you know, all, all of us have most preachers look at similar resources, if not the same resources. One of the warnings that we get in the um, uh, commentaries is be careful about this text because there is a lot of language about healing in the Bible that is that it uses very practical Im imagery about the blind being given sight, the deaf being given um, uh, hearing, the lame to walk, and, and we're reminded, be careful that that isn't marginalizing people who are blind or deaf or who unable to walk. We seldom use the word lame anymore or have other limitations. Stay, stay aware, aware that Jesus brings healing, but it's deeper than that. He did, in fact, heal, heal people's physical ailments. But we're reminded, never, never, let, never let the fact that Jesus did this Set those people aside. And one of the places that I encounter a lot of people with disabilities is in the Wormy Shelter. And as Brad told you, I worked on Friday night and we had 60 people. I believe that is a record. 60 people. And I will tell you that I did not spend that 10 hours, nine hours, whatever it was, 
feeling like, oh, here's Jesus. It's not what it felt like. It was hard. It was hard. And some of the people that I encountered were challenging for me to deal with. And it was exhausting. I came home tired. However, there were also moments where people started to tell their stories and started to talk about the weight that they carry, the history of trauma that they carry, the burden of living with mental illness, the burden of substance abuse, the burden of living on the streets. And it doesn't happen throughout the time that I'm there. But every now and then, somebody will share this piece of their life and what gives them joy and what keeps them together. Laura wrote a great Living and Growing. It was in fr uh, Friday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, take a look at it. And it um, addressed platitudes. But sometimes people will, will generate their own. And they, they, whatever, whatever people makes people feel strong, I'm in favor of. And one person said, but I have great family. I have great support. I have a lot of people who love me. And that right there reminded me, first of all, why we do the warming shelter. Because there are people out there who, who need a place to stay warm. But also to reprioritize what counts. What counts? Because if, if people who are negotiating to get an extra donut, which sometimes is the reality, can tell me, but, but, I love my kids. My kids are doing great. And then start listing the accomplishments that they're proud of in their children. We're reminded, where, where are we looking for this? Where are we looking for this? this indwelling of God. Of course, there is nothing wrong with fuzzy socks. And in fact, people downstairs like fuzzy socks too. But the, the heart of it is remembering not to be distracted by all of those things that mislead us. So John says, are you the one for whom we've been waiting? Yes. Are we to wait for another? Yes. Jesus says, what did you go out to see? And I tell you, nobody greater than John. No, uh, no, no man born of a woman is greater than he, but I'm not sure exactly the phrasing. Um, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. There's this both and reordering. Find your joy and remember to, to pay attention to those moments when 
you think you're finding your joy in something and you realize this is stupid. I just don't need to be worrying about this. This is not worth it. I have beautiful people in my life or I have the opportunity to give gifts that I didn't last year or I have a job that I love or whatever it is. And some of this other stuff is just nonsense. Jesus comes to us to reorient us towards God, to remind us that the coming kingdom, the coming kingdom is bigger than anything we can imagine. And we're invited to find joy in that. Rejoice and be glad. The kingdom of heaven is come near. Amen. We join together in the words of the Nicene Creed. Let us confess together. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. And we pray, eternal God, you make the desert bloom and send springs of water to thirsty ground. Receive these simple gifts of bread, wine, and money, and make us messengers of your mercy and love for all in need of your healing and justice. We ask this through Christ our Savior. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And let us announce together, the mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. God, the eternal word, who dwells with us in Jesus, and who holds us in the grace of the Holy Spirit. Bless you now and forever. Amen.
Christ is near. Thanks be to God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.